Welcome everybody to Biscuits and Groovy, and this week we are listening to Trevor Hall. Um, yeah, wicked cool. This first song is going to be called Internal Heights. There you go. Internal Heights, bro. So, yeah. So, this is from album two, I believe. Um, okay. So, it depends on how you want to count this. Okay. So, Lace Up Your Shoes, 2004. That's going to be the first one. And then okay. he did a live album, Travel Hall sure. Live. And, and then This Is Blue. Okay. So, it's actually not. The, yeah. I think it's the number three, okay, technically. Like, alive on the Road. Goes. Alive and On the Road. Yeah. So, that's another um, live album. Yeah. So, 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 so as far as studio albums, it's number three. Three. Number okay. three. So, nine. Okay. So, it's this a is a self titled one. Yes. This is your song. Yes. The one, the one you chose. Um, and what's interesting is when I heard your three songs, there were two that you chose. Yeah. That 
stuck out to me as the only two of the whole discography that you didn't that like. I, when I, when I played them, I was like, that was dumb. Really? And this is one of them. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say, I think that I just thought that the reverb on behind the voice was uh-huh. really crazy. Yeah. Um, and even, even with that, I think there are, there can always be good musical decisions made in whether the production or the writing or the playing or who knows what. But, um, I just like the whole thing just never quite landed at, at home. Like the, there was never a feeling of rest to me throughout the whole song. Sure. And I feel like you need to have that unless you're in a really strange genre. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. jazz in some ways can kind of never quite reach home plate and, and it can still sound like good jazz to me. Sure. But this one, I was like, it's too straightforward of a song um, and it's too tonal. Like the, the, you can definitely tell where the home chord would be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like even now, like even though the song's not playing, I can still hear where that yeah, home yeah, tone yeah. would be. That's so funny. And, and I'm like, and it never quite reaches it for me. Um, and it was just like weird. Like the whole time I was like, okay, so when's it going to finally hit? And it never did. And it, yeah, it does not. And I don't know. I think I feel like it's probably because of like the interplay between the percussion, like the the rhythm of the percussion, okay, and the rhythm of the voice and stuff. It just becomes a very dense mix by the end of the song. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yes, and it just kind of all doesn't quite uh, tickle your fancy. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's a personal thing. Um. Okay, so when it comes to okay, this is not my style of music. I listen to anyway. Sure. Yeah. This is not the kind of stuff that you know gets me going. Maybe sure. as for the children um <laughs> like so i i tend to pick songs on this kind of style that like stick out to me and that's i feel like this one okay. definitely when i in the, through the listen i was like this just like stood out um and so that's why i picked it sure. i think more than anything um so it's, in what way like what 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 would you describe i think as i think i just like it was it was one that it one it was one that captured my um attention the most okay. so a lot of other songs that were just like kind of okay because the Excuse me. The dude's from South uh, South Carolina, uh-huh. but I mean, he might as well be from Hawaii, right? Or some, you know, what I'm saying some well, island. Yeah, well, I I think uh, what's what's really interesting is is as far as I remember reading is that he was kind of discovered by Modest Yahoo, who's a Jewish rapper. What? Okay. <laughs> and and uh, and so like, yeah, but there's like a ton of reggae and like uh, yeah, island, islands, island, island music. Element to his stuff and and later there's a lot of like indian influence and there's some indian influence in this one as well also like not just musically but like lyrically there's a lot of yeah um chanting and things like that um from like yeah india and um what's the word of the himalayas what's that country mongolia uh, nepal. Nepal, yeah, nepal that's what i was thinking of. yeah a lot of that kind of vibe to um to his lyrics well he's definitely got so um and maybe we can dive back dive more into this later too but he's he's like hindi hindu or um, like as in religiously uh-huh. yeah well i mean yeah do you have like an actual statement like from him or from like wikipedia about that like what his actual beliefs are because um, um like i would i would i didn't read that as like, so, as if he's strictly right so eventually he accepted hindu swami whoa big word saraswiti as his guru. Okay, so he had a guru. Yeah, he had gotcha. a guru. He got a guru. Okay. Accepted him, accepted him as his guru. Gotcha. Which I'm not very familiar with yeah, that, but I, I, I think that's a level of commitment. Yeah. I want to say that's a level of commitment. I would I would imagine that having like a specific guru is, yeah. Yeah. It's like you're following their teachings in a way, using them as like your your master, your teacher. He got really into yoga yeah. and that whole like so, karma and, idea. And yeah, and I, I think as the albums progress, lyrically things go more that way things go more towards the spiritualism and 
I'm yes. going to call it buzzword lyricism where like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and this, this one <laughs> is internal heights yeah. in a way. That's like an example, like a buzzword. Sure. Like, and, and you know, even go through these lyrics, the transcendent being, um, yeah. things like that. Um, and we'll, we'll probably touch on that later as things progress. But like I said, three albums in and it's already going that way. Whereas the first album is a lot more like, um, just kind of good time music, I would say. Okay. Not as not as much like trying to get a message across. As far as I remember, sure, it's more just like here's some fun music, yeah, here's some good rhythms. Here's some some bongos, music to get high to. Definitely, but, definitely, but, yeah. he's a big he's a big stoner. He's got to yeah, be, yeah. God, I would imagine at least at least he used to be. If not, I don't know if he is anymore. I don't I don't know what um whatever religion he I, I don't, sure, I don't sure, know sure, I don't sure. know if it's Hindi. Sure, sure, I don't sure, know sure, if sure. they we don't want to assume yeah, that exactly. yeah, no, but like definitely music. For that crowd, yeah. Like if you if you was if you were to go to a reggae music festival, this guy could be playing, and then everybody in the crowd would be high. Yeah, and everybody'd be stoked about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, not being well, not being high, but I mean, like Trevor Hall's playing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, like I said, the whole this song to me, the only thing that sticks out is that it's it's big through composed piece that it starts off with just this like sitar like droning note in the background and yeah. kind of some some beats going and then acoustic guitar and it just builds it's just like and lyrics it doesn't keep going. stop yeah and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger it's like and bigger. a wave yeah and by the end it's just and there's it's just, just really loud reverb yeah, and, yeah. yeah and it's really really dense which i think that's a great uh songwriting technique it's everybody can understand that yeah. everybody digs a song it gets bigger and bigger and bigger like an orgasm, if, if you get that. Yeah, uh, that's the Jimmy Page. That's quote. the Jimmy Page thing. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if you're following the t- code of Jimmy Page anyway, you're already doing something. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's. Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, but I'm sure you know he probably did that. I'm sure there's thousands ten, of yeah, people of, that... of composers from the past few hundred years that have done that. Sure. Just said the song is gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's that's the whole thing. Um. Do you want to go to the next song? Yeah, let's do the next one. Okay, cool. Um, this one's gonna be mighty can too. Okay. And is this the other one? I don't know. What is it? The lime tree. Yep. That's the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's another funny one too. This one to me. Okay, and we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Here we go. Thank you. 
catch the songs all chorus, right? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, at least at least the last minute and a half is just straight chorus well, over and over. And so over. It goes, I think it goes verse, chorus, verse. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, verse, chorus, verse, yeah. chorus, and then chorus, 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 chorus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, okay, so okay. First of all, like great pop song. Okay, that's what I, uh-huh. I'm gonna be like. Yes. This is where I'm gonna tip my hat. A little Absolutely. bit, and why I pick, kind of picked it too. Um, same thing as last time, though. We're gonna get a little bit build up, yeah, and then it's and gonna max out, and then we're gonna die. Yeah, this is this adds a little thing at the end of it where it uh-huh. goes down. Yeah. But um, but this this one is a little different. The build is a little uh, more, I would say, just in that his voice he changes the way he sings. Yeah. I like that. Like, and there's yeah, that that was a more interesting composition than the first one. Whereas like, I, and I really do like his voice especially when he goes real low and it's kind of raspy like like it's almost like he's whispering okay like i think that's a great um modern sound to a voice like i think a lot of modern musicians uh, especially pop musicians really kind of want that maybe not quite in the same way that he has it um but being able to to really get a raspy tone like the one that i'm thinking of is like billy eilish like that she's like yeah. a, a huge modern musician and that's kind of her whole vocal thing is that it sounds like she's whispering and, uh, but then when he, when he changes to like a really big projected singing voice, it is, it is a moment of like, it's, it's a cool, like Mark, this is, this is where the change in the song happens. Yeah. And I, I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So I said good, good music composition, great pop song. Um, love the voice change. I, I'm the uh-huh. same, same, same boat. Kind of why I picked it all chorus though. I think even yeah. the verses, it's yeah, going to carry the same <laughs> vocal lines and same vocal melodies. Um, but that's, I mean, okay. Believe me, that's kind of like cut me up i don't know trevor hall is like that's kind of his thing this is his thing i feel like this is his this is when i hear his style of music this is kind of what uh-huh. i'm hearing too yeah oh yeah i think i think this song really well encapsulates the first three albums maybe four albums even i think the next one's like everywhere every something all the time i can't remember the next album's called something yeah like that everything everywhere every, everything every time everywhere okay and i up, up to those that point the first four records is like the first era of trevor hall to me okay where it's like i said it's more pop and with and it kind of slowly peppers in the the spiritualism and like um, different different uh, in, instruments. Like we've talked about it with um, who is the band the, the EDM duo that we talked about like week three or four. Oh, David Corporation. Yes, kind of like David Corporation. How they incorporate all these cool ethnic instruments. Mm-hmm. He kind of slowly works those in. Sure. Um, and then after album four I think it's like the chapter of the forest or something like that and from there I feel like it's the second era of Trevor Hall music um, okay. I don't know I, I think it's a it's interesting well let's keep going then yeah. um, the next one is mine next from one. that everywhere. same one is Say, it really? yeah, yeah it's from, I Tre- from Trevor Hall I have three from this album that's interesting yeah Origami Crane oh so yes okay yes 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 which I like this one too yeah this is this is, this is maybe my didn't pick it but <laughs>
the sky, pulling on my parachutes. Drew a couple pictures and I painted them tie-dye. Dedicate them all to the beauty of your blue sky. Which way do you forge your crane? Does it cry like the rain on my window pane? How does it sing and what does it say? Does it shine like the gold of my lion's mane? It's a word. Word indeed. Word yeah. indeed. That's a that's a five minute song that feels like it's like a twelve minute song. Yeah. Oh, I I was gonna say like that kind of is the counterbalance to the last song that was like we said it's it's a quintessential pop song. It's yeah. Got eight choruses at the end. This one's got a minute fade out that ends with a bass by itself. You know, and that's like a strange uh, 
I like. I feel like it's a weird decision. I feel like yeah. I would have chosen any other instrument besides the bass to finish it on. But you know, that, that's what we got. Yeah, and, very interesting. Uh, same kind of style of writing, though. If you if, like, still with the Oregon Ukraine kind of chorus behind everything. But there's mm-hmm. this. Okay, like this song a lot too. This is not one I wouldn't pick just because I I just drags. Sure. Like in my mind, mm-hmm. there's a, like an, like a lot of his songs were like that to me. They're just kind of like yeah. Key, you got you got the taste of whatever you got like for the first. 30 seconds and, and then, then that and was it, repeats, it. Yeah. And, then and and i think i i feel that and and uh, i get why people like that kind of music and where, where what place it has in people's lives like in their listening habits because there are times when i'm like oh i want i want a song that is kind of nonchalant and doesn't have many changes to have played in the background yeah you know what i mean um and oh yeah usually, this is definitely yeah um like do I think I would go to a Trevor Hall concert and be like stoked about it? Probably not. Um, because like I said, I would rather be doing something else while Trevor Hall's like, you know, I'd rather be yes. playing volleyball well, and, and have Trevor Hall playing and on I, the, I would assume on the boom box next to it. Exactly. I would assume that either Trevor Hall concert would be kind of like playing volleyball. And yeah. I feel that more too. like a tailgate party. Uh-huh. Um, but like, yeah, this, this song, I really, I really like his voice again. Mm-hmm. There's another shows off he, that, that he's definitely got voice a tone. killer voice, very uh-huh. interesting voice, very mm-hmm. unique voice. Yeah. I dig it. Um, he sings like he sings like a like a California Islander boy. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's the vibe you get. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what vibe I get. I just I just like the the raspy tone of it. I think it fits his style. Um, and I really like the guitar tone on this one. The acoustic guitar is mm-hmm. real real flowy. Just you know, fits. It's well mixed. I think it's his enunciation. Okay. The, the way he enunciates some words. We. we yeah. I don't know. You know, it's kind of like he might be a. That's funny. So this song, I actually knew about the song for a few, quite a few years at this point. And uh, the part at the end where he goes, which way, which way, like over and over. Uh-huh. And my roommates back when I lived like up in Logan, they thought I said beached whale. And they're like, what is he talking Be- about? A beached whale. whale. Beached whale. Beached whale. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> I get that kind of points out what you're saying. Like, like his enunciation is kind of interesting at points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely on purpose. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's an acquired accent that he, that he kind of lays on there. Sure. I mean, I did watch a few interviews and it didn't seem like he talked like that. No. He definitely sings um, like this yeah. on purpose. Which yeah, which is fine. Like that's whatever. But um I was gonna say I, I really love my favorite part of the song, my favorite musical decision is the uh instrument that gets the uh melody after the chorus. It's like that do 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 It's I I wanna guess it's a melodica. Have you seen the it's like yeah, a, yeah. A, yeah, the pianos you play through your mouth. Uh-huh. And uh <laughs> it sounds like it's like that or an accordion, and I cannot I it sounds like a melodica to me. And I think that's just a really interesting decision because I love the sound of melodica, but it sounds so cheap. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, it sounds like plastic. Like, yeah, it sounds like plastic, which you know, if you don't mix it well, it can sound awful, or if it's in the wrong musical context. But I think it fits this one. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to ask him because I could be an accordion, but I really send him an email right now. I guess it could be like a synth as well. You know, at this point, Maybe. you can make any noise you want with a synth. But I want to hope that it was actually melodica. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Dude, heck yeah. But yeah, Trevor Hall, interesting fellow for yeah. sure. So, I mean, you can kind of feel like he's an interesting fellow just by listening to his music. But. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I guess in, in my mind, I guess this is we're still in the first era of Trevor Hall. Okay. We're still in early Trevor Hall and we're going on to the next album at this point. Yeah, right? next album is going to be everything, every time, everywhere. Okay. And this, this is still my song. Yeah, this is going to be Good Rain. <laughs> So you gotta fill it If your cup is overflowing Don't spill it You better hold it While the whole world's spinning around 
We're blending in now to the more of a reggae alternative yeah, kind of um, style with the, mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily what I was mentioning. Like with the next era being more um, experimental in the sense, sense like ethnic music styles. Um, this I feel like is is a uh, like I get what you're saying where it's like blending in the reggae, but mm-hmm. the the phase two of, of Trevor Hall to me isn't necessarily reggae. It's more like Mongolian chant. It's See, like and and. Well, you know, we'll see for the next two songs. I think after this, we get into the phase two. Um, but what I love about the song, two, two, I mean, two things stick out. The bass line mm-hmm. is just funky as could be. Yeah. And then that freaking sweet guitar tone in the solo, that real yeah. wah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's reggae. It's funky, That's like yeah. the most reggae. Yeah. Even the bass, the bass, bass yeah. line, the bass tones are boom. Yeah. Very, very, uh, yeah. very uh, like tone rolled all the way back on the mm-hmm. bass. Just real subby. Yeah, no, dude. there's no slap. Yeah, that, that's that's a reggae. That's yeah. a kick, kick, killer reggae song. Loving it. Yeah, um, but shows off. I mean, he's got a wide range of things that he does. Surprisingly, with his vocal, yeah, I feel was, like his vocal range isn't like the craziest vocal range, but he definitely like he's got a crazy cool voice well. and he uses it really well. And he covers a lot of good, interesting sounds and genres mm-hmm. with his with his voice. Yeah, absolutely. And I th- I think at least from these four songs we've done so far, we've kind of seen how how he likes to fit his voice to the style i think he has a good good sense about him like if i'm playing a a real um chill song it's acoustic guitar and some ambient noise in the background 
go whispery, you know, to go, go real, real like this. Yeah. And if I'm playing a real fun song, you know, maybe you go a little more. And then if it's a real powerful moment, project, you know, he has different, different voices and he uses them well. Yeah. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, now we're going to jump though. Like now we're going to a big jump here. Um, it's funny cause there's like probably like of, of the artists we've done, there's not a lot to talk about Trevor Hall, simple guy living a simple life. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, he met his, he met his wife in India when they were studying mm-hmm. over there or when he was studying over there. A, she's a photographer. Uh-huh. And he just so, kind of yeah, plays I mean, music and yeah. Like, and I, I think that is kind of the, the beautiful essence of Trevor Hall is the simplicity of it. Just, I mean, from, from different things I've seen on social media, he, he really does try to take a very DIY approach to things. He mm-hmm. does try to really live what he preaches, tries to be a good dude tries to live his live his religion yeah and um likes to make music you know what i mean like there's not much else to it besides the music and the lifestyle and and his wife like he he does he does really love his family which is cool yeah but it's all um, power to him yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I, I ain't got nothing against trevor hall no yeah, yeah you can't yeah exactly um so yeah now we're jumping he's got a lot of music though i tell you what mm-hmm. and it's still coming he just released something in 2021 um let's see if i get the date april 16th so yeah, um, like last week. Yeah, two weeks ago, something like two that. Two weeks okay. ago. So I mean, he's still obviously he's still getting it. Yeah. Um, but now we're jumping into the 2018. So what were we on before? What was that? Everything. We everywhere, were whatever? everything every, every time everywhere. 2011. Okay. So we're doing and then four, there's one. Years. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four albums in between this. Well, wow. Well, a three, three albums, and then the, the oh, fruitful because yeah, we're, like we're going to the fruitful darkness, and the fruitful darkness has an instrumental version too. Gotcha. So yeah, we're just we're jumping into the regular one, 2018. Okay, so we've got seven years next. Okay, yeah, and we got two out, two songs from this album. This um, is it. This is, this is our only album we're doing now. Do we? Yes. The first, is it? Uh, the first track and like the third track, I think. Yeah, yeah, Wander, right? You're Wander. That, that's me. So. Oh uh, yeah, so so this one's Fruitful Darkness. And then. it's their last album we're hitting. Yes, and so, so I think. So then ever since then, he's done more, but like two or three albums since then. He's or? in two. Yeah. He's done okay. one in 2020. And then 2021. Um, and then 2021. Okay, cool. So he's he's clearly busy during pandemic. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah. cool. He's not he's not taking time off, which. I mean that that maybe shows to the the real simplicity of his music. You know, I, mean, I don't know how much of it he does himself as far as the recording. Yeah. Because obviously at this point in the world, you can you can email somebody and say, "Hey, here's my track. Record something over top of it." Yeah. You don't need to be in the same studio with them. You can be at your house. But usually things go quicker if you're either doing it by yourself or in the same building as people that are doing it. Right. So I would assume that um, since he's producing music quickly during a pandemic, a lot of do it yourself. Probably a lot, yeah. Probably a lot of at least the, the initial playing is probably himself. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Kishi Bashi we talked about, like his first yeah. album, he did everything himself and then later add people on as he could, as he had the money for it. You know? Sure. Yeah. Interesting guy. Well, interesting, interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty's got an interesting story. I, anyway. Okay. I, I, so I, I, this one's the fruitful darkness. <laughs>
they don't be afraid. Yeah. So apparently. I think that is, I mean, I'm like, luckily that kind of shows what we were talking about with, with the experimentalness of phase two of Trevor Hall's career. Yeah. Like a lot more experimental mixing, um, think using, um, uh, like loops or like sounds from other sources, like those phone recordings, at least they sound like phone yeah, recordings. Yeah. Um, and that, background choirs, yes. things like that. It just keeps, they have very interesting layering. Yeah. Layering and, and also a very interesting song structure with that, that like really pregnant oh, yeah. pause in the middle of the song. It might as well be it's like two, two songs. Yeah, exactly. You know, but like, but for some reason they aren't like, and that's kind of, to me, the, the really interesting part about it is like, as a listener and as a musician, I, I like to ask, why did he choose to put those together? Mm-hmm. You know, like what did he, yeah. Were those actually supposed to be two songs and he yeah. smashed them together? Or was that the whole design from the beginning? Like, no, I'm going to, yeah, the yeah. song needs to have a pause right here. Yeah. I have no idea, but it's, it makes it asking questions makes me want to listen more. Right. And, and get lost in it. That, mm-hmm. That's, a, that's getting a lost, get lost in the song. Yeah. I, I, I feel that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we've kind of said it all. Yeah, got, I mean, he's, more and, and Trevor's killing it. Like, yeah. and, and it's and he's an interesting listen. You know what I'm saying? But like, like we were talking about, he's definitely like a in a specific spot. Like, I'd listen to him. Like, if he was playing over, like when you're walking around the mall, sure. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, yeah, and and that might sound like a slight or like a like a diss. You know what I mean? Like some people might say, "Oh yeah, you're just shopping mall music." You know that that could be like a diss on somebody. But at the same time, it's like no, that shows that he knows how to write a song that can fit into your life. Right. That doesn't demand you to be listening to it actively. It just kind of is there. And to me, that feels like goes along with the vibe of Trevor Hall. Yeah. And from a business perspective, he's very uh, marketable. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Music's very marketable and he's a very marketable person. So I can imagine a hundred commercials that could have this playing in the background. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. It's, it's definitely like he's, he's popular and it's, he's a big musician for, yeah. I mean, like I just like off the top of my head, it's like if Koto Paxi wanted a, a theme song for their backpacks. Oh, could have been this like, for yeah, sure. Just play, play a clip of somebody climbing up a mountain in Nepal. And then playing Full Full Darkness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, like, it's marketable as, as could be. So, um, and I think the next one is the same way. Yeah, yeah. So this is Wander. Mm-hmm. Like the halo, you're constantly 
testing A deep breath is the medicine I'm needing The elders asking me which wolf you feeding They got me roaming through all the four seasons But the love is a love I believe in My home is where I So look a bit more like a free flow, smooth music. I don't know. Yeah, free flow, but, but with uh, a little dash of uh, auto tune vocals that are yeah, just sliced bizarre. and diced as, uh-huh. as they can be. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, like I said, that's that to me is what defines the the difference between phase one and phase two. Is like this experimental side of not being afraid to be like, oh, maybe we have a little bit of an EDM. Mm-hmm. side to us you know let's, what i mean let's try it like yeah there's no definitely no shame and there's no like limit he's just kind of doing whatever the hell he wants sure which is cool yeah very much very much dig that um because i mean like having been in bands it like it is so easy to get stuck in like oh yeah we need to fit the vibe of right 1975 you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like or not that but like the year like the music that we're making yeah, yeah. to fit a certain vibe whether let's say you're in a grunge band, you're like, oh, we got to sound like Nirvana, 1993. Yeah, but it's like, no, this is very much an open-ended progressive, story. yeah, progressive like, music. That's, mm-hmm. but it fits in it fits into categories, and you can define it. Mm-hmm. But but it's still changing mm-hmm. as it goes, which is a really admirable trait in a musician. Yeah, he's pushing he's pushing the music forward. Yes. So yeah, there's there's uh, Trevor Hall. Yeah, like him, hate him. You gotta like him. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you he's a good you guy. Hate him. You can't hate him. He's like yeah. So hate your grandma. You can't like hate grandma. Maybe you can hate grandma. I don't know, maybe grandma sucks. Um, Unless you're happy Gilmore, then grandma's the coolest. Yeah, my grandma's pretty cool. Yeah, my grandma's dope. Both of them. Um, All right, we'll do. That's Trevor (laughs) Hall next week. 
It's you. Yeah, you're, you're picking it. I am picking it. You ready for this? I this is a so. this is a good one. Okay. Um, we're going. I I want to say we go back in time, but we don't. Obviously, um, Liam Bridges. Leon Bridges. Okay, heard the name. Yep. That's it. Good guy. As far as I know, you've met him. Yeah, yeah, I met him. He's actually. I'm going to hang out with him after this. Yeah, we're going to go see. get some drinks. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, R and B kind of guy. Yeah, you, you'll, we'll you'll, see, yeah. I we'll think see you'll dig it. it. Yeah. I think you'll dig it. So yeah, we'll find out. Um, but that's been biscuits and groovy. We have been very biscuit. We've been very groovy. Thank you very much. Have a great week. And yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.